broadcasting worldwide on internet radio. Refreshing takes on legal strategies. Straightforward answers to difficult tax questions. Independent ideas on building wealth. It's the Refresher Wealth Show with Mark Kohler and Matt Sorensen. Get your free copy of Mark and Matt's ebooks and sign up for their weekly free newsletter with important tax deadlines and articles at refreshyourwealth.com. Now, here's Mark and Matt. Welcome, everyone, to the Refresh Your Wealth podcast with Mark Kohler and Matt Sorensen. This is Matt Sorensen, your co-host for the day. Now, Mark Kohler is out on assignment. He is taking a very tough job in Mexico on the beach. And, uh, you know, someone's got to do it, so it might as well be Mark Kohler. But um, I'm joined, at least for the front end here, with Jaron Burgesson, who's an attorney in our Utah office, uh, super smart guy, also holds a broadcast journalism degree. So, um, so I, I always love having him on the show as Mark's substitute hosting responsibility. Welcome, Jeremy. Great to be here. I, I always get nervous, uh, and ex- I think the expectations are really high when you tell people I have a broadcast journalism degree. So, <laughs> thanks for thanks for applying the pressure. I just, you know, I want to set the bar high. I mean, on the other hand, you could just be like the substitute teacher that everyone's excited for, you know, when they show up and it, cause it's like, sweet, we just got to watch a movie or, or like not have to do any real work today. So yeah. you could be the fun substitute if you want. I'm going to give that a shot. I mean, it's hard to be funner than Mark Kohler, but I'm going to, that gonna is true. That's very true. I'm, I'm always competing for fun with Mark. Um, okay. Well, um, well, today's show is going to be entrepreneur in the trenches. I have Sonny Goodman. He's a partner with the transform app and transform HQ. I'll be introducing him a little bit later, um, but basically they have a very popular app um, called the Transform app, um, sell some other products and services on it, um, but I'm just going to go through his process on building the app and um, also kind of selling products and services in the new economy. I mean, this is a different world than maybe our, you know, your parents' generation or whatever generation before you, how they would, you know, have a retail shop maybe more typically, and so uh, it's just going to be an interesting discussion. Um, and Sonny's going to have a lot of good insights on um, building an app and selling kind of products and services in the new economy. So we'll hit that um, in the bottom half of the show. But before we get there, and and uh, I just want to touch on a couple of things in the news, and we'll give some tax and legal tips. So, um, Jerem, I know, you know, I don't know, it's just a weird time. I just wanted to say it's just a weird time right now to be a business owner or to be just an American in the economy. Um, this is one of those rare moments where, only the federal government can make someone work and not get paid, right? I mean, how nice would it be for you to just tell your employees that you must come to work today, but I do not have to pay you? Yeah, we'll, we'll get around to paying you probably, but yeah. you need to come to work. Yeah, until the, the president and the rest of management make up their minds, we're not paying you, but your butt better be here. Yeah, love it. Thanks, federal government. Yeah, so, um, so I'm, and I feel for those out there that are in that position, that that's a bum deal. No business owner should do that. No government should do that. Um, it's kind of a sad state of affairs that we're in today, but, um, so anyways, I just want to, I don't know. I just want to kind of bring that up. It's just big in the news. And it's to me, that's the most tragic part of that is that people are being forced to work. They're not getting paid. Um, and it's just a, it's a political mess having real world ramifications on people out there in the economy today. So, 
Um, but hopefully that, that gets better. So on to brighter things though, on to brighter things. What about the Super Bowl, Jerem? I mean, I don't know if you guys know this. Jerem is like a Super Bowl expert. You can throw out any random Super Bowl and he can tell you the score and who the MVP was. And so I'm just, just, I'm just going to throw it off the top of my head. Uh, Super Bowl 38. Do you know Super who Bowl. that was? Yeah, Super Bowl 38, the uh, Patriots beat the Panthers. The MVP was Tom Brady. It was a weird final score. It was like 32 to 29, I think is what it was. Adam Vinatieri hit a field goal as time <laughs> expired to, to win that game. Oh, uh, Jeremy, I hope one day you can make a lot of money off that knowledge. <laughs> I mean, winning the office, you know, fantasy football pool, or actually, did you come in second this year? I, I, did, I didn't win. I, I lost to, to Thomas there in Phoenix. Oh, so brutal. So w- one day this knowledge is really going to pay off. I can only, I can only hope right now. It's just worthless knowledge rattling around in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, what's, what, what do you think is going to happen in the Super Bowl? Well, Rams I, Patriots, right? Yeah. Rams Patriots, a rematch of Super Bowl 36, by the way, I'm sure people remember that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Right. The same Was that the one that the Rams won? Is that back with? No, the oh. Rams, the Rams beat the Titans in 34. Uh, okay. In, in 36, People thought the, the St. Louis Rams at the time, yes. Kurt Warner, they were going to start the greatest show on turf. They were going to start their yeah. own dynasty. Uh, instead, they were heavily favored to beat the upstart New England Patriots in their first Super Bowl under Brady and Belichick. And Brady and <laughs> Belichick won that one. Uh, I think it was 20 to 17, something like that. Another yeah. last second Vinatieri field goal to win that game. But wow. uh, yeah, that's, it's a rematch. And I, I, I am hoping that the Rams get some uh, revenge. In this okay. One. Tired enough right. of, of New England. As am I. I'm 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 one of those rare kind of a Tom Brady fan. I don't know if I should admit that on the show, but um, but I am rooting for the Rams as a team. I'm more of a Rams guy, I guess. Just yeah. more of a West Coast guy. You know? Yeah, yeah. And for if people want to send that hate mail for, for Matt <laughs> loving the uh, loving Tom Brady or liking Tom Brady, that's Matt at kkoslawyers.com. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um all right. Well, let's get into a tax and legal tip. And Jeremy, I'm going to let you got the legal tip for today. I do. All right. A legal tip that you can actually use. A legal tip where you don't feel like you have to take a shower after. So my, my legal tip, obviously staying on the entrepreneurial type of theme, one of the big things that, that, that people think about and deal with when they're entrepreneurs is building their brand. You hear that all the time. You got to build your brand. You got to have some sort of value behind whatever your brand is, whatever your name is, whatever the product that you're selling is. Um, But how do you make sure that your brand is your brand and not somebody else's? And the way, one of the main ways to do that and get yourself really the most protection that you can get, at least in the U.S., is to go out and, and, and register a trademark. Uh, go to the United States Patent and Trademark Office and file an application that says, this is my name or this is the name of my product. Uh, and I want to yeah. make it so that nobody else can do anything similar to what I'm doing. They can't sell what I'm selling or anything similar to it with this name or anything that's confusingly similar to it. Um, so okay. I, that, that, that's a huge uh, issue that's out there with entrepreneurship is okay, let's, let's build your brand. Let's, let's make sure you have a registered trademark for yeah. that brand, but not everybody needs one, you know? So when does it, when does it make sense? Cause not, not okay. every business owner has a trademark or, or, or really even needs a trademark. Um, 
And for me, it comes down to how, you know, do you have a growth kind of mindset? Are you expecting your business to get bigger? Do you want to expand out of maybe the town that you live in? Mm-hmm. Um, do you, is this what you want to do for your life? Or is this, Hey, I'm going to do this for two or three years and I'm going to move on to something else. Yeah. If it's some, if it's something you feel like you're going to do for the long term, and you may grow out of kind of your geographical area that you're in, or you're going to start out maybe on the internet and everywhere then a trademark is extraordinarily important to keep people from knocking you off from keeping people um, not even knocking you off, maybe well-intentioned people that have a similar idea. Hey, if you Mm -hmm. were first, you get to protect that. That's yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Well now what does that run typically? Like what's the, and what's the timeframe to do that? Like what does it cost and how long does it usually take to get a trademark for your business? Yeah. And, and the wheels, turn slow in the federal government uh, with the USPTO. Um, and the USPTO is open They're working right for now. free probably right now. So. Well, yeah, it's, it's, you know what? It's open. It's, they're open during the shutdown because of the fees that they collect. They have some, uh, some surplus. But I guess if, if, if this goes on into February and March, it may, it may shut down too. But right now it's open. But uh, in terms of cost, um, our fees to do trademark work, we do, I do trademark applications at the firm. Um, depending on whether you're trademarking a name or a name and a logo together, it's anywhere between about 750 and $1,000 in attorney's fees um, mm-hmm. to get that application filed to do the research to make sure it's something that, that can be trademarked. There's not yeah. any conflicts out there. Uh, and then there are uh, USPTO filing fees that are allowing them to, to stay in business right now of 200, roughly $225. Um, can, it can be a multiple of 225 depending on how many classes of goods or goods and services you're you're getting your application for mm-hmm. but it, it's usually just 225 in in filing fees okay so on average around a thousand bucks total you could generally get a trademark done if it's just a name maybe a little more if you got a name and logo too right correct um and how long does it take though oh yeah so once we get it filed we won't hear a word from the uspto for three to four months okay um, and even if things are really smooth sailing after that it's usually about a total of six months from the date of application before you actually get a registered trademark. If you're having to go back and forth and make arguments to the USPTO and provide them with additional information, it can be more like a year or more. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks, Chair. I appreciate the uh, legal tip. Now I'm going to give us the tax tip. A tax tip you can actually understand and won't put you to sleep. A tax tip that could save you thousands. All right. Well, today's tax tip, of course, my friends, is going to be about IRAs. So this is that weird time of year where we're, where you can still make 2018 contributions for your IRA or even HSA or even education savings account, ESA or Coverdell, and also make 2019 contributions. So I like to say it's double contribution time. It's kind of like double jeopardy, you know, or I don't know, hitting a double in baseball. I don't know. I need a better analogy, but you get to go twice. What I'm saying. So if you didn't make any contributions to your IRA in 2018, um, you still got 19 to make. Also, you can do 5,500 for 2018. That was the amount in in 18. And then 6,000 is the amount for 2019. You get an additional thousand, of course, if you're over 50 on both of those. And then same thing on the HSA. If, as long as you had the health savings account set up or the high deductible plan in 2018 and in 19, you can do 2018 and 19 contributions all at once right now. 
So you get to double those up. For those of you who do a backdoor Roth IRA, that's actually what I do. Um, if you're familiar with the backdoor Roth IRA, it's a way that you can, even if you're a high income person who doesn't qualify for a Roth IRA normally, you can do what's called the backdoor by making a non-deductible traditional IRA contribution and converting. I always do that every two years and I just do the same. I just do two years at a time in this sweet time of year when you can make the double contributions just so I can get it all done at once. And uh, so that's a, uh, it's that special time of year of double contributions. Now, of course, you need to qualify for the contributions, you know, have earned income and not exceed certain income limits for the different types of accounts. But uh, just consider that this uh, time of year up until April 15th, you can be making 2018 and 2019 contributions to your IRA, HSA, or education savings account. All right, and why, why, I might as well just throw in, you can do them a directed IRA. Of course, that's the new company last year, Mark and I co-founded directed IRA, where we do self-directed accounts for all those different type of accounts where you can invest in real estate, private companies, alternative assets. You don't just have to invest into stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. So consider directed IRA. You can go to directedira.com for more info. All right, Jeremy, any other final words? Should I just get into the show here with the guest? Well, I think that makes now through April 15th truly the most wonderful time of the year. It really does. It really does. Yeah. You know, double your money, double your fun, whatever. I need to come up with a better slogan for that. There's one out there. It's going to come to me. And then you can trademark it. And then I will trademark it. Exactly. I will be giving you a call later, Jam, once it comes to my mind. Um, Very good. Okay, well, let's get into the show. This is going to be with uh, Sonny Goodman. Um, I'm going to welcome him in here, introduce him, and uh, this is going to be part of our Entrepreneur in the Trenches. Buckle up. It's time to refresh you listeners. Mark and Matt have hand-selected professionals from around the world. From successful businesses, personal stories, or hard-hitting tips and tricks, please welcome today's Refresh Your Wealth guest. All right. Well, it's my pleasure now to welcome Sonny Goodman of the Transform app. Um, Sonny's a partner with the Transform app, which is more than just an app. And I'll let Sonny explain that. But uh, as some of you may know, I have mentioned the Transform app before. That's what I use to work out. I do the workouts on there. And, um, and as I mentioned earlier, too, uh, when I mentioned my New Year's resolutions on the show a month or so ago and how I, my resolution was to bench press 225 pounds, yeah. And on, on, on day one, I bench pressed 225 pounds. And so I met my resolution in one day. That was supposed to be edited out of the show. <laughs> that's one way to do, set your goal. Yeah, so, but that's, I, I attribute that success to the Transform app because I literally have used it for the last year. But, um, so I'm excited to have Sonny um, on here today. And um, Sonny, if you could maybe tell us about Transform in general, the Transform app. I want to dive into questions, but I want people to understand your business and what you guys do. Yeah, so the overall business is Transform, right? Transform HQ is our overall business. And we started with the first product was the app. Um, and so Chris and Heidi Powell, who you mentioned, they are uh, celebrity you know, um, trainers, basically. They had a, a hit show on ABC, you know, Extreme Weight Loss, for, for yeah. five seasons. And, and they're your partners in the business. Correct. They're, they're partners in the business. And the way it all kind of came together is that they finished the show. During that show, it just encompassed their whole life, right? Like they were nonstop, 365 days a year, working with 15 people or 17 people from around the country. And they were shooting, filming every single day, right? So the, the show finished 
And their, their goal, their overall goal was to be able to touch more lives than just 15 at a time. Right. Yeah. Um, and so we, they, they had this vision of doing that. They didn't know exactly how to do it. We came together and uh, basically we built the app, just giving you a summary here. And yeah. um, now what the business does is it, it's continuing to grow. We just launched some other products. We lost, uh, we're launching supplements. We launched an online coaching program to where we can actually have a little bit more of a personal touch and coach more people um, that way. So yeah, that's a, you know, in general, what we're doing as a company. Okay. So um, let's talk about like the app uh, because that's what I've, I have, I'm familiar with. I use the app, as I said, my wife, who's, you know, does a lot of fitness and competes in that, in that world, uses it and loves it and tells everyone about it. Even Mark, my co-host on the show. I mean, I've tried to sell him on it. I'm like, dude, you got to use this. Yeah. So, um, so it's kind of like an app for everyone, but tell me like, how do you make an app? I mean, like, yeah. how do you do that? I mean, you're not well, like a programmer, right? No. The, like, yeah, I was a contractor. So that's the funny thing about it, right? Like going from building house through a restoration business to this completely different business model, you know, just so different right. than what I was used to. So we, we came together. We're like, okay, yeah, let's, let's, we need to get this out to everyone, right? What's the best way to do it? Well, we know everything, you know, everyone's carrying a smartphone around. It can be in their pocket. They have it when they're at the gym. So it just made sense, right? Using that. So yeah. we're like, okay, great. We got this idea of building an app. Okay. We don't know how to build an app. What do we do? <laughs> right. so, you know, the first thing that I did was I said, okay, I, I'm at least smart enough to know that I don't know what I'm doing here and I'm going yeah. into a space I don't know anything about. So I went out and I found a consultant who happened to be a friend of mine that I knew, knew enough. And the, the guy is actually a genius. He's, he's been a developer since he was you know, 15, just yeah. been in that space, knows everything tech. So the first thing I did was I went and got him and I said, Hey, can I, have you be a consultant. So as we go down these roads, and I know there's gonna be a lot of bumps and you know yeah. mistakes that we're gonna make where I can turn to you and say, hey, am I doing this right at a high level? Yeah. Well now what else was on the market before you started this? Because there's a lot of like fitness apps, right? Mm -hmm. So like what was different about the transform app that you were trying to do that was different than, you know, there's probably 20 different apps at least on about some type of fitness or something like that. Yeah, there's great apps out there. You know, Sweat with Kayla is a big one. Um, let's see, what are some of the other big ones I can think of? Off with the, uh, Freeletics is another one. But anyway, what we were trying, so a lot of these fitness apps that were out there, they were broken up into categories, okay? Yeah. So you have like the nutrition kind of tracker apps, like a MyFitnessPal, yeah. yep. and then you had more just workout apps, right? And all they yeah. did was they give you workouts. Chris and Heidi, their philosophy, they, they – you know, if you, if you watch your show at all, it's all about the whole experience. So they, mm -hmm. we went to build this app. We, it, this thing includes um, meal planning, yeah. setting up a nutrition plan customized to you, you know, for you, yeah. uh, showing you your macros, then also, then not just one type of workouts. It's got cross training style workouts. It's got workouts for people that have never really started, don't know what they're doing and they just want to do it at home. And it's yeah. got workouts for people like the, the style that your wife does, right? Where it's more in the gym, the physique style. Yeah. So when we went and we approached the people with this app, the mm -hmm. funny thing is, is that everyone's like, 
no, 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 no. That's like four apps in one. You can't do it that way. Right. Yeah. Chris, Chris is a dreamer. He's a visionary. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, this is what it's going to be. And this is what we're going to build. Yeah. And so, that, so that's the difference between what our app does and what other apps do is yeah. it's a whole transformation experience all in one, not just bits and pieces. Yeah. So why I loved it, and I'll, this is kind of somewhat of a plug, I guess, is, you know, I was, so my wife, who's, you know, she's not a trainer, but she's like a workout freak, you know, and she competes in like, in uh, bodybuilding competitions. And she got a pro card this last year, which was awesome. But, um, so she would like get me workouts, you know, and it'd be like written down, right? Have it on my phone. And I'm like, okay, uh, reverse lat pull down. I'm like, what is this? And so then I'm shooting over to YouTube. I'm like on a YouTube video. I got an ad running for 20 seconds. And then it's some bozo guy in the gym showing me a lat pull down. I don't know right. what the heck that is. And so I, I just would like, it would take me twice as long to get my workout in because I'm still learning what the heck I'm supposed to be doing, like the actual movements to just figure out what it is. And then secondly, to make sure I'm doing it right. Yeah. So then I got the transform app and it's like, okay, here's your workout. By the way, if you don't know what this is, you just click this video and it shows you. And there's a, like a three sentence description that sometimes I can just be like, okay, that's what that is. Or there's a video that's like, that's like there's no ad in front of it. And I love that because yeah. I can get through a workout fast. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm working out at lunch a lot of times. And, and so the, the app's super versatile just even within like the workout, not to mention nutrition and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, so I think it's, and that's why I'm always telling people because I think a lot of people go to the gym and they're like, well, I'm, I'm like me, my experience was I would leave and I'd be like, I don't even feel like I worked out. I don't know. Like, I just, I'm kind of yeah. lost, you know, it's like, yeah. and so like the rest of us, right? I mean, we've been working out a long time. We go in the gym. What do you do? You do three sets of 10 of kind yeah. of things you do all the time. It's just, yeah. you know, if you're not having the, you know, the mix and matching of reps and sets and intensities, you're just not getting the most out of it. Just like yeah. anything. Right. Yeah. Plus I want the list. I'm like, okay, I got to know when I'm done. Sometimes like if I don't have like the full workout, I'm like, well, I feel good. Well, I should have done a whole nother set of something else really. But yeah. But anyway, so that's just in details for me on the app. Let's talk about the business more. So, okay, so you brought all these different things in, the, the workout side of it, nutrition. Um, so, like, how long did this process take? And, like, what does it – you have the consultant. Then I presume there's some programmers. Like, how long did it take? Yeah. Like, what's involved? Get yeah, someone so that's thinking, first like – down, and I started kind of – it's hard to plan something out when you don't know – you know yeah. exactly where it's going to go right or, or you're not you know used to this field so, so give give someone that that's thinking about doing an app for their business mm -hmm. whether it's a new business or it's a component to their existing business like give them yeah. the spill what what do they need to know so it's just like trying to find a contractor in business right it's the the okay. most important decision you're going to make is who you're going to trust who you're going to select to help you right okay. so again i would go find someone that you know that you trust where you've done a lot of due diligence on that you feel like is going to be a high level architect, right? Okay. Kind of like a general contractor that's going to help you build this, okay. this app. Okay. So we sat down and we planned it out. And we're like, okay, we want to get this thing all done in like six months. Okay. okay. So right. it ends up taking us about a year and a half. Kind of okay. like, right? <laughs> kind of like so, building a house, you know, yeah. if you're going to go let me guess, you, over time and also over budget. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> okay. over budget, of course. So, you know, now if I went and did it again, that business model would be a lot tighter and I'd be able to hit things and you know, yeah. get, get it dialed in. Um, but 
So the most important thing when you're starting is if you have a great idea, right? A lot of business owners out there are like, man, it'd be cool to do this. I want to build an app to help. The best thing you can do is imagine if you're building a house and you don't have a blueprint, okay? And yeah. you're just kind of iterating as you go and you're doing this. It takes twice as long. You waste twice as much money, right? So if you can yeah. sit down and you can, they call it a wireframe. You sit down and you can get like page by page as detailed as you can of yeah. what you want your app to do, that's gonna save you so much time and money, okay? okay. Because what happens is you go and you get, with the, you, you get that wireframe kind of written out in your mind, yeah. you're gonna take that to a designer, okay? Now the designer is gonna go and he's gonna put the colors, the graphics, you know, what you want yeah. to look and feel like in there. And then from that process, you're not even ready to go to the developers until you have that whole process done, right? Which okay. we didn't understand. So we were iterating as we went and it took us twice as long because of that. And we just redid and we updated like 2.0 of the app and we, you know, we, we made that process a whole lot cleaner this time. Okay. All right, cool. So get basically your blueprint, lay out what you want, think it fully through exactly. rather Super than some people like, I just want to get started. Let's just start doing stuff. Yeah. You're like, no, you, you, go, you just have a great idea. And you go to, you know, you find a company that says that say they're local here in the United States and they can help build you now. You have a great idea and you just take it to them. They will be happy to just kind of iterate with you and keep charging you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you go to them with a super detailed plan and you know exactly what you're going to do and you know what you want to look like and feel like and the whole yeah. experience of the app, because remember on an app, it's dynamic, right? You, you're at one screen and from that one screen, it can go you know, 50 different ways, basically, depending on what you touch. Yeah. So you need to like think through all those pages in a wireframe and, and have that before you walk into a company. Okay. So let's talk about are most of those, those contractors, so to speak, you know, someone, whether it's the designer or the programmer, whoever's doing work on the app, are they typically, how are they generally paid? Are they paid hourly? Do they bid out like a, I think like a contractor, how does that work? Yeah, they'll do both. So there, there's two directions you can go. You can go to a company that's here in the United States and you're going to pay basically two to three times as much per hour for a developer. Okay. Or there's really good companies all around the world, Argentina, you know, our, our team is actually in India okay. is who we use. Um, and there's, uh, there's pros and cons to both of those, right? If you go to a company that's maybe local to your state, there's someone that you can go, the communication is going to be better because you're on the same time zones. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the language barrier isn't going to be as difficult and, but, but you're going to pay more. But if, again, if you can go to them with a very good detailed plan and you know exactly what it is and you've vetted this company out and you feel real comfortable with them, that that's a good way to go. Right. Okay. These companies that are overseas. So that again, that consultant that I hired, he'd worked with several companies like this. He went and he found a, a, a developer from India. Okay. okay. And what they do is they use a third party, a kind of a, a like an escrow company. The one that we use is called Upwork. So okay. through this third party company, Upwork, you go in there, you select the team that you want. You, you can kind of, you know, you can do interviews with people and fit, you know, figure it out. And then through that Upwork website, you say, okay, I'm going to turn on this developer, this developer, this developer. I can set, you know, how many hours per week they can work. Right. Okay. So, and the charge, the, the price over there is a considerably less, right? Like we're paying $20 yeah. an hour for a developer. Yeah. 
And so you can do that. But the, the, the key, if you're going to choose that route, you got to have that consult. You got to have someone that knows what's going on, right? Because yeah. as they check in the code, like me, I don't, you know, yeah, like, guys, computer guys, they come set up stuff. Chinese, in my business it's like, I don't know what it means. I don't, you know, they could tell me, you know, the sky's green and I'm going to believe them because I just don't, I don't know, right? I don't yeah. know that. So you got to have, if you're going to choose a company overseas, you just got to keep them accountable. Yeah. You got to make sure that what they're submitting is good. And if you don't know that, you got to hire someone. I would hire someone here local that okay. you trust that can really decipher that for you. Okay. All right. Cool. Really good advice. All right. So let's talk about like, um, I use it on my, my, on iOS on my, mm-hmm. my iPhone. Um, and then I guess, is it a different version that goes on Android? Do you guys, I presume you have it on Android. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a great point. Um, so most people, you know, not being into apps or developing, you would never know this. So there's, there's two ways when you develop an app, you can do it. You can do it on what's called a hybrid version. A hybrid version means it's kind of more of like a web-based platform okay. that, that same, you develop this code for your app. Yeah. That code will work. The reason it's called hybrid, it will work both on iOS and on Android. Okay. okay. So the advantage is you only have to write the code once. Yeah. Right. The disadvantage is it's not made specifically for that yeah. you know, platform for iOS or Android. So it's going to be a little bit more clunky. It's not going to look and feel as smooth yeah. and whatever. Um, and so that's the route we went the first time. Okay. Right. Again, because we were kind of iterating as we went. Yeah. You would have paid twice as much. One, if you're more detailed, you know exactly what it is, or say your app is smaller. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you, what you do is you go and you build native versions, which one is for iOS, one is for Google, and you have to write them separate. It's similar, but they're separate based for those platforms. Okay. Yeah. And that's where like 2.0 for your app is that is that is native. Yeah. Okay. It's faster. There's it's yeah. easier plugins. It's just a, a, it's like, you know, buying a, uh, you know, a Mercedes as opposed to a, you know, not so good car. It's a, the look <laughs> and feel is just, you know, I don't want to bag on somebody. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I work for that company. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just bag on Hyundai. I work for them. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, let's talk about um, what you've done to like, how did you get the word out on the app? I mean, you get the app, you launch it. What was your guys' marketing plan and getting people to use it in, mm. Like, what was the brand of Transform even that you were trying to build? Because you said the app came first, so. Yeah, so what we're trying to do is take weight loss. So the components of Chris and Heidi's program is basically, obviously, the nutrition is a huge component. You have the workouts, but the psychological component is what they kind of specialize. It's more about the life coaching. Because, you know, some of it's 600 pounds really doesn't have a problem with food. I mean, they do, but it, there's a lot more to it than just, yeah. oh, you're, you're lazy and you don't want to eat or, or whatever, or you don't want to work out or whatever, right? There's a lot more to work out. Right. Than that. So our, again, our app has so much content. We have over 150 or, or 1500 videos in there, yeah. all these workout. I mean, it is just unreal yeah. the content that we had to fit into one app, you know? Okay. So, okay. So it's, so like from a brand perspective, I guess it's what you're saying is there's more the lifestyle of being healthy, eating better, working out, having a mindset of that, of that's what you want to be. And cause that, that's what makes a real transformation for people. It's not just like, well, start eating better and working out. You really got to prepare your mind to make a big change in your life, obviously. Yes, exactly. Okay. Sure. So now the marketing then, like, how did you get the word out? 
I mean, yeah. how many people, you know, I don't know, a lot of people use the app. Like it's kind of, it's pretty popular. I still want Yeah, I mean, we just, we're still pretty new. It's great. We've got about 32,000 active subscribers. Ours is a paid only app. There's not like yeah. a free version. So, you know, that's the marketing side. Again, once you build this thing, now your next step is how do I get it out there, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, a whole nother world of just that, right? Is now I got to go find another contractor that that's what they specialize in. And a lot of it nowadays is all through like Instagram, Facebook ads, you know, yeah. social Google, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it, so you got to go find a specialist that you're comfortable with, that you yeah. trust. There's a ton of money that they can spend for you in trying to get the word out, you know, yeah. and the great thing about marketing today is through Facebook and these social media platforms, before you would run an ad on TV or radio, right? You're just kind of blanketing this out there. And yeah. really your targeted audience you're trying to get to is maybe, you know, 3% of those people that you're yeah. throwing this broad spectrum to, right? And Within, really in your guys' category, like this fitness basically or, or nutrition, I mean, that was like the infomercial world really of that, like yeah. just blanket TV infomercial, you mm -hmm. know, and some of it was, you know, kind of you know, like weird equipment stuff. But that industry had a lot of that infomercial stuff, which... Man, yeah. And, so and now it's all going towards target marketing, right? So what that means is in Facebook, they have, every time you click on something in Facebook or, you know, they're, yeah. they're keeping track of that. They, they know what you like, what you don't like. So if I search Dr. Oz or I search whatever, they yeah. keep track of that. So now, the good thing is for business owners like us, you go find a company that knows how to market in those platforms. They go in there and they turn on these, you have to, you know, you got to get content, you got to create an ad, you got to do yeah. all that kind of stuff. That's a whole different team. Um, and then the marketing team, they go in there and in Facebook, they could say, okay, I want to target this demographic from people from 25 to 40 years old who like fitness, who like Dr. Oz, who like Chris and Heidi's show. You can get it as, yeah. as detailed as you want and send out ads just to those people. Which okay. Is and that, that's, your dollars are going further, obviously, in the marketing. Exactly. So, but I mean, what about like kind of like the guerrilla marketing stuff? I mean, Chris and Heidi can get on like Dr. Oz's show or on Good Morning America or whatever, you know, I mean, they get pretty big media appearances. Like what are some of just like for some people that are just don't have a lot of money to throw at that? Maybe they can do And that's, I guess, a big thing on social media is you can maybe do some video and ad stuff yourself and spend a little as you go. But what are some other like just kind of guerrilla marketing stuff? Yeah, I mean, surprisingly, when Chris and Heidi go on, because they still get on Dr. Oz, they're still on um, Good Morning America, they were just on the Today Show. When yeah. they when we first launched the app, and the first time they went on that, and it happened, I was expecting, because every day you can see yourselves, right? Through yeah, yeah. iTunes and Google, like you have all these analytics that, that you're able to see. Surprisingly, the, the spike did not happen on those, which is great right. for your average just person wanting to do an app, right? Yeah. So all okay. 80 percent of our sales is coming back from the targeted marketing through social media. So don't be discouraged if you're someone that, well, I don't have a celebrity, you know, I have a huge following right, on yeah. Facebook or all you know, on Instagram, you get a good product and you start now that you can target market people, you know, and you have a good marketing team behind that, you know, you can, and you can start small. You can say, okay, in Facebook, this is all the money I want to spend today is $300, yeah. right? Yeah just target that you see how the returns come back you see how many per click you know what the price is that you're yeah. having to spend per click or download and now on a small sample size 
you see, wow, you know, we're getting a decent return here. Now you can just kind of open up the floodgates based on that and do a little okay. okay. So let's talk. Now you have the app. Now, I mean, the app is kind of foundational for the business, but um, I mean, it's giving you this, you know, 30,000 plus or whatever people that are paying to use the thing. Um, I mean, what other stuff are you selling? Other products? What do you see in the future for transforming that product as a, in general? Yeah. So like you said, the app was the foundation, right? That's something that we get out and, and around that we built a community in, in Facebook, right? So we have a closed community just for the users and in there, we're giving them free tips and advice and we have coaches yeah. to help them out and stuff like that, which really helps to prolong your, your sales and your product and keep, keep people in, in the community, right? Okay. So from there, what Chris and Heidi are trying to do with our programs, they're trying to make, you know, the healthy lifestyle more easy, more affordable, more convenient, basically, right? So now we're trying to think on a mass scale is what's the next product? Now that we've given them the workout, the nutrition, all that kind of stuff, what's the next, pro next product that's going to help these people in their transformation? So the next product that we just released a few weeks ago is a meal replacement shake, right? Which yeah. is different than a protein shake. Okay. Um, usually don't taste very good. This yeah. meal replacement shake, you know, you can basically, you can get all your calories. It's so what's different than a protein shake is it's got some fats in there. It's got carbs in there. It's got vitamin, you know, it's, yeah. it's a meal replacement. Yeah. So for $2, you can have a shake, a meal that tastes delicious as opposed to, you know, having a protein shake or going out and spend a bunch of money on something that's not super healthy at fast food, mm -hmm. right? So that was the next step okay. in the chain is to do that. Um, and then from there, in conjunction with that, we, we launched a online coaching program. So the app is great because anyone can download it. A lot of, some people are independent. They want to do it on their own. It's got yeah. everything for you. But there is that segment of the population that want a little more hands-on feel and a coach to help keep them accountable. So we launched an online coaching platform too. Okay. All right. So that's an additional fee and service. You have coaches who are other trainers essentially that are exactly. keeping them accountable and, and giving them more than, than what they could otherwise get out of the app. Um, okay. okay. I mean, where do you see long-term like your best growth product? prospects, just continuing to grow the app and all these other ancillary services. I mean, I, I'm just curious, is it, is that what it is? Is just keep growing the app? Cause that's a recurring revenue. It's the main yeah. product. The great thing about apps, right. Is you, you, in these digital products that are recurring revenue, subscription based or whatever, yeah. right. You put up the investment kind of upfront, you build it. And then at that point, if you know, you just kind of iterate slowly, you know, with, with updates and stuff. And yeah. now once it's on subscription brace, our, you know, the cost per user is very, very low, yeah. right? So yes, we definitely want to grow the app and get, the, get that thing continuing out to the masses. And I mean, we have, we could translate that into different languages and go to different country. I mean, there's yeah. so much that you can do with that, right? Our hard yeah. part right now is we have so many ideas what we want to do. Is <laughs> we got to like, that's the next one. we've got, what we've got out right now, we've got a lot on our plate. We want to make that amazing and then go to the next thing. But just launching the supplement line, we launched the meal replacement shakes and a boost shot, which is like a kind of like a healthier version of an energy drink. Yeah. No calorie. It does. It's not a jittery one. It's not like a you know pre-workout. So we launched that. 
we have a bunch more products in that line that we're going to launch in supplement world. Right? Okay. All right. So that's kind of our focus. At the end of this year is focusing on those three aspects, the app, the supplements, the coaching, getting those down. And then we have a five-year plan of what we're doing you know, going out. Okay. Now, how does it work with like Apple or Google? Like, I mean, there, you know, like I have the app, I pay through that and it's cool because I'm sure I, iTunes always makes sure my card's updated, right? And yeah. so I'm making sure my card's updated, which means any the apps I'm paying for are going through. But how do they pay you guys? Do they just, pay, is it like kind of like Amazon? They just cut you a check or deposit money once a month or is it, how does that work? That's a great question, especially for entrepreneurs like this. So through Apple and Google, okay, they are going to take 30% it's different. Apple takes 30%. Google's not quite as much. They take a huge chunk. Of it is a big chunk, right? And okay. It's so, so if you're 10 bucks thing, a month, Apple's taking three. Yeah. It's okay. insane. Okay. So the good thing, what they do in that is they they obviously provide the store, the platform where people can buy it. And, yeah. Okay. And what they handle is all the payment of that kind of stuff. Right. So when we launched, we started it out where we just used that. Quickly, we said, okay, we want to get rid of this 30% fee that we're losing here. And because through Apple and Google, it's very hard to do sales and sell and bundle things from your own website. Okay. Okay. But we started out real quick and we built our own website and we had the developers on the back end basically do a, a, a place where someone can go to our website, purchase the app through us directly. So now someone can buy the app through Apple, Google or through us directly and all of our marketing, we try to send them through us directly because now we can sales, we keep all that revenue. Um, you're you're yeah. always going to have people on Apple and Google because a lot of people just like and trust purchasing. Right. But you definitely want to, as you expand and grow, create your own uh, merchant service basically. Interesting. Okay. Wow. That's very interesting. So, um, so in your efforts, you're trying to get them to go to your site, then that's somehow linking and giving them authorization to download the transform app, whether they're on Apple or Google. And yeah. then the, but then payment going forward is going through you guys. Yeah. So the, the download of the app is free. So when yeah. you set up your app, you know, you're going to see, um, you can make it to where they have to purchase it. You can do a free download. So we made it towards a free download. So someone can download yeah. and have it, but once they sign in and they get to the payment page, it, you know, obviously they have to either pay through Google or Apple but yeah. what we're doing is we're getting them to our already. site, creating the account, purchasing the account. Yeah. Then they go to Apple or Google, download mm -hmm. it. And then once they download it and sign in with that account that they created, the login information, they okay. never page. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So like the add-on products that you have, let's say someone's on the app and they're like, oh, I want to buy protein or I, I want to buy the meal replacement shake. Yeah. You know, I mean... Can they do that in the app? The, no, so that's what we're doing right now. So part of like those three things that we have and having a lot in our plate is getting yeah. it. So our website now is transformhq.com. Okay? okay. What we're having and, and we're spending a ton of money right now on website developers. Yeah. Who in that our own site, we want to be able to have someone come and purchase the app, which is already available, purchase the supplements, which is available but combining those together all under one account, right? And a bundle package is, is a lot more difficult than, than you would think. It's just like a lay person, yeah. right? We just take advantage of it. You go on to Amazon, you can 
do this. You can just like, oh yeah, add this to my cart and buy it. I mean, that's, that's people spend millions of dollars to get that convenient okay. for, for consumers, you know, yeah, yeah. but that's what we're trying to do right now is get it to where it's all, you know, we're driving people through funnels to our site. And then once they get there, they can create accounts for both things. That's all under one account and, and one purchase. Basically. Okay. All right, cool. Um, well, this is very fascinating. I think I, I, it's just this new economy in a way of people doing business and receiving services and getting product. And uh, it's really cool what you guys have done. What would you tell someone that's like, what do I need to know to get started? You kind of talked about, you know, the, the blueprint, so to speak, and, and the contractors, but um, maybe just from like a, a planning perspective or even budgetary perspective, what would you tell someone getting started some like things to look out for along the road and building an app? Yeah, it's a good question. I would, I would, like I say, sit down, be very detailed in what you're wanting to do. Then I would spend a decent amount of time doing some due diligence. Go talk to people, go find someone who has built an app, who's got a long history with a developer yeah. or can really refer you to someone, right? Because there's definitely sharks out there. You're getting yeah. into something that you don't know. I mean, if, if you're not a developer, you just don't know this stuff, right? Yeah. And writing code, I mean, it's just so, it's such, it's a foreign language. Yeah. So you've Did got- you, Let me ask you this. Did you ever feel like, man, maybe I'll go take some crash course coding class so I know enough. I mean, is that smart to do or not necessary? I mean, you had a consultant that you trusted that was pretty knowledgeable, but is that maybe an option for someone to, to do? I mean, that, that you're not going to learn it in three months, right? It, yeah. it would take you a couple years to really learn and to understand it. So I, I think it's better to find someone that's done it before that is like a consultant. Okay. You know? And if you don't have that, then you want to go and you want to find someone who's built an app. You just want to do a lot of due diligence because I'm telling you, we, we even ran into, even with the consultant, the first company that we hired to start developing was here, a local company here in the States, yeah. actually in Arizona. And they were pulling the wool over our eyes for about two months. Yeah. Okay. Our consultant finally said, hey guys, I think something's off here. We got in there, we figured out it was off. We'd spent a ton of money and lost two, three months on time of, you know, of basically just wasted. It, yeah. it was a bad deal, you know. Okay. Dang. It's a, it's a risky world out there, man. It is, uh, yeah. Due diligence, finding, you know, don't just go listen to a company and have them give, everyone will tell you they can do everything. When you sit with yeah. these tech companies, they will tell you they can do every aspect of it, right? Yeah. Get, get references, <laughs> go talk to those yeah. references and spend some good time doing that due diligence. For yeah. Sure. I think your analogy with the contractor, a lot more people can conceptualize the building of the house, you know? Right. You have a plan, you have a contractor that's maybe the general, you got other people subs doing kind of most of the work. And, um, and I think a lot of people have skepticism of contractors, you know, they've been ripped off before they've gotten a way too high of a price. Um, and I think, I don't know, sometimes you think of like, you know, the, the gentle little nerd behind a, a keyboard, you think, ah, they won't take advantage of me. They're just, you know, uh, you yeah. know, I, I, they will take advantage of you. Yeah. For sure. Little, naivete around yeah that. no the, the, the contractor analogy is perfect right you've got just think of that as you're building this up you've got the, the general contractor it can't be you if you don't know if you don't know how to build a house you can't be a gc right yeah. 
So the, the, the general contractor is your consultant, someone that you find that you trust, that's gonna you know, make sure what these guys are coming back with and telling you, and the work that they're checking in is actually what you're wanting to see happen. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, well, let's wrap it up. I really appreciate your time on this. Um, Transform HQ is where people can go. That's probably the best place for them to sign up for the app as we've learned, right? <laughs> um, all right, now how do people learn more about Transform? As we've learned, obviously, best place to go is Transform HQ, right? You guys do a little bit better when they go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's better for us when they go there. I mean, through, one of the good things through Google or um, iTunes is if you go and you download it through them, you get a seven-day free trial of the app, right? Okay. Um, so they could go there if they want to try it out, or you could go to, uh, and if you go to Google or iTunes, it's just the, the Transform app, they'll see it that way. Yeah. Um, or you just go to our website, which is transformhq.com. And on there, you'll see the meal replacement shakes. You can buy the app, you know, mm -hmm. the, dots, the coaching program, all that. Okay, cool. Well, I, I love the app. and I think you guys did an excellent job. I'm like a very detailed person and people know that from my books and stuff. And, um, and I'm like an aesthetic person. I like mm -hmm. kind of picky about that too. And just the, the, the app is just very well thought through. And um, so, so if you're looking for an app or something to do to, to be better in fitness or, or working out or eating better, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. So um, well, thanks so much for coming on Sunny. I really appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much for everybody for listening. We'll of course be back next week with another amazing episode of the Refresh You Up podcast. Mark Kohler will be back. So I won't be, you know, going solo again. And we'll actually be doing the open forum show. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you go to refreshyourwealth.com to sign up for the newsletters for announcements on the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another hour of refreshing strategies to better live your American dream. Don't forget to get your free copy of Mark and Matt's eBooks and sign up for their weekly free newsletter with important tax deadlines and articles at refreshyourwealth.com. Refresh your wealth.